Hello and welcome to Oz Talk, the podcast about Austin FC. I am Eric. I'm Archon. And welcome to Oz Talk episode two. We have some great news to bring you guys today. A lot has happened in the past week. We're going to be covering the the um, last game against Sporting Kansas City and our top scores and Q2 Stadium hosting of the U.S. Women's National Teams, along with many other things, including the looking the look forward to the tough game next week against LA Galaxy. So to start, we're going to review the last game against Sporting KC, obviously. We started off very well. We had a great first 10 minutes, obviously. We got a quick goal there by John Gallagher, um, making it officially now that we have a top three scores, which we'll cover in a bit. How did you feel about the game last night, or, or not last night, two days ago, Archon? Well, you know, like I said, the first half was good, but then everything just fell apart in the second half, and we were not communicating, not very organized. It was really just kick and run, kick and run, kick and run, and eventually Kansas got two goals, and we lost, you know? I felt like it could have been more organized. We should have got, like, a strategy because we were one man down. Uh, with 30 minutes left to play, we should have had a strategy, but we really didn't communicate it out, and we ended up having to pay for it. All right, well, I'm actually going to skip this topic a little bit, obviously, because we made a whole video about the post game. Uh, so I'll put a card up on the top right corner. And you'll take a look at that if you want to watch it. It's a 10-minute video. We discuss the whole game. But we're gonna we're gonna jump ahead to our top three scores. We have Cecilia Dominguez and Diego Fergundes tied at two goals, and then and then now we have John Gallagher with his one goal. How do you feel about those players? Well, Fergundes is good. Um, I really like him. He's, you know, a good all-around player. Uh, Dominguez, I haven't really been looking at. Gallagher, first start. It, I don't really give him the credit for the goal. It was just a really good ball in from... I don't remember who, but that was a really good ball in. It kind of rolled that, in, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was very... It, like, curled into him. It was a great ball. Mm -hmm. And I want to see more of those long balls. Those are the type of things that will get us goals. Because in the first game, which was against LAFC, we got a lot of opportunities to cross the ball and everything. But we're, we're not very good at finishing crosses. But then when we have people in front of gold and shooting, we can finish it, as you've seen in our, in our goal so far. And also, um, Pochettino, I think, had a really good shot from... Outside, I'd like to see more of those because if we're not getting pressure at the top of the box, take the shot because we have some good shooters. And if we could like really get them space and time at the top of the box and no one's pressuring them, we can score some goals from there, which can help us win games. And I've noticed that a lot, but a lot of our players are hesitant with shooting the ball, which 
makes sense because we're a new team coming into the MLS. But later on, we have to take those shots so we can start getting better opportunities to score. Yeah, I was watching um, We Are Austin TV, and they did mention a very good point, and that being John Gallagher. Finally, we had a forward score for us. Obviously, Diego Fernandez and Cecilia Dominguez aren't forwards, and it's uh, really good to see um, a striker doing their job. And I think that hopefully that's something that can continue. If you haven't been watching the games, uh, obviously you might have just been looking at the scores. John Gallagher has had so many close chances. Like, unbelievable. Probably, if he could have committed on like 50% of those, he probably would have like three or four, four goals by now. But obviously he doesn't. I think, I think we're getting, I think we're getting great chances, but it's we're very hesitant with shooting yeah trying to finish yeah which i'd like to see us be you know just fully commit don't be hesitant because it's fine if you miss it who do you think deserves a striker position starting rodney reyes or john gallagher well um you know saying that john gallagher scored I mean, I guess right now it would be him because we want our forward to score in goals and he has more goals. That's the forward's job, but I'm pretty sure in the long run, um, he, our other forward, will definitely be the starter. Mm -hmm. Because, um, I just think he's a better forward in general. He is more active as a forward, like, you know, he's running around trying to get the ball. Gallagher, I just didn't really see that from. After he scored the goal, he wasn't doing much after. I don't think he got the ball much, but um, our other four right now, I can see him trying to get the ball. And yeah, he made a he's very good runs. He runs very fast. Yeah, he made some really good runs against LAFC. You know, he's his finishing is not the best, but, you know, our whole team's finishing is still getting a lot of work. So I, I mean, he's young. He's like, what, 21, 22 years old? I don't know what you um, expect uh, from yeah. a very young player like Rodney Verdes. I think that, you know, it's too bad that the MLS isn't really world-renowned for having new 23 teams because I think he would be a great fit there so he can develop a little bit more in the MLS, like in America. But obviously that's yeah. not a thing. So I think if we just let him develop, maybe not have a starting position, but definitely give him some minutes, he could he could turn out to be a pretty decent player for Austin FC. So I think we we're in a great situation. Yeah. We definitely have a packed team. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree. You know, I think we can definitely get top five possibly in the west mm -hmm. um you know i think we have a good team i don't see why we wouldn't make the playoffs okay so next up we have a topic that i made a video about i'll i'll put up another card in the top right corner of that but uh q2 stadium is going to host the u.s women's national team against nigeria on June 16th, that is probably wrong, but I probably have the wrong date, but whatever. Uh, what else is new? I 
didn't really have much else to say about this, but I definitely want to hear Archon's take on um, the this great opportunity for Q2 Zodiac. Yeah, no. I like that we get, a, they get we get to see a team get to play a game there, and the women's national team is really good. They're pretty much dominant in women's soccer, so I don't see why they would lose this. I expect to win, and they probably might even win the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they. I would be really surprised if they lost. Yeah, and it's also exciting because uh, the U.S. is holding or. Q2 Stadium is also hosting the Gold Cup, which is also very exciting. That's obviously way later in the year, and that's obviously something that's a little far from now. But I think that, you know, continuing the talk about the U.S. Women's National Team would definitely be something to keep in mind. Who knows? I might even go watch the game. It may be a great game to watch. Going on to our next... Maybe, maybe the Austin FC team could learn from them, because they score a lot of goals a game. Yeah, yeah. Well, going on to our next topic, we have the emergence of Brad Stuver. Now, Archon doesn't have as much to say as I do. We were talking about this before we started filming. But I think, yeah, I think Brad really Stuver, I think Brad Stuver is honestly a solid option, obviously. We, we're not the most, we don't have the best goalkeepers in the world, but we don't have the worst. I like, I did not like Andrew Tarbell, and for whatever reason, Andrew Tarbell, if you're watching this, no offense to you, but I truly think Brad Stover is a lot better. I think Andrew Tarbell is very old, he's done a lot of stuff in his career, and honestly, great for him. But I want to see what Brad Stover can do. I want to see... I want to see how far can he take us into this season. Will he maintain as good as he's been doing in the past couple of matches? Who knows? I think that he'll well, be fine. Yeah. I think that I he'll think be, be fine. just fine. throughout. The we don't need a star goalkeeper. We just need someone who's going to hold up our team. And I think that he's honestly going to do that for us. And honestly, I don't really care about our goalie when when we because in the first half we're playing pretty dominantly and they only get about two shots and or three shots and it's never on target. So I'm not too worried about my goalie. All right. Well, I'm I, normally I introduce these uh, topics, but I am not. You know, I haven't been doing this forever. So I'm actually, for this ne next topic, I'm going to let Archon, or actually, I'm, for the next two topics, I'm going to let Archon bring, 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 bring the idea out to the floor. Give me what you got, Archon. I'm sorry, my audio cut out for a second. Okay, well, anyways... For the next two topics, you're gonna you're gonna lead this. I'm gonna give you your chance to run Oz Talk TV. Oh, yeah. So for the next two, we got so, this. Alex Ring. Uh, as you all know, he got a red card in this game. So first of all, talking about the way he got the red card, I think he was playing way too aggressively. Cause he like, you're probably your best player. 
there's no reason to play aggressively. And he was already on his last warning. I think he should have gotten the red card earlier. But we're lucky he didn't. We had the opportunity. He tried to make a flop and not get the red card, but that didn't work out. And he got the red card, which, you know, I'm not very happy about. I'm kind of disappointed. I think the call was fine. I don't see anything wrong with it. But now we're not going to have him for the game against LA Galaxy, if I'm correct, because I'm pretty sure a red yes, card will I take you out. I checked up on that, and you are correct. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's not really good because, you know, he was controlling our midfield. He was a player for me to watch, you know. Here, here's my soccer. question for you. If Alex mm -hmm. Rain stayed in, if he didn't get the red card, if he stayed in for the rest of the match against Sporting KC, what do you think this goal would have been? I think we would have won because, you know, Luzi, he's our captain. So, you know, he's the one who's talking, organizing everything. And once you lose your captain, it falls. Like an example, in Real Madrid, when they lost Sergio Ramos, they were so unorganized. Nothing was working well. It just, when you have Sergio Ramos, you play well. But when you lose him, when you lose your captain, you're not playing well. Nothing is organized, which is why I think it's going to be very... It's going to be much harder for us against LA Galaxy without Alex Ring, our best player and captain, which does not help the team at all because he's the talker, he's the vocal player. Now we don't have any, we don't have a vocal player who can talk, which is not good for us because, as you can see, we were terrible, not organized at all in those last 20 minutes, which is why we lost the game. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, I totally agree. Do you want to introduce us on the next topic? I feel like you know a lot about LA Galaxy. You've kind of been doing your research on this part. Yes, I have. Give, give, so. give us your, your lead. I'll, I'll follow your lead on this topic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the LA Galaxy game, it was already going to be tough. Like, it was already going to be a hard game, close game, fought till the end. But now, it's even harder, because we don't have our best player and our captain, once again. So, what I like to see us do is, first, we have to control the midfield. If Because if we control the midfield, then we won't. Then the defense doesn't have to worry too much about Chicharito, their best player, probably one of the best players in the MLS right now. Chicharito is a goal scorer. He knows how to score goals. If we give him too many good opportunities, he'll score and take them. And what I want us to do is also go up 1-0 early in the game and change the momentum. Because if we can go up early in the game, I think that changes our mindset and says, oh, we don't have our best player, but we're still doing good. So I want us to score early. And then, like I say, this can affect our performance against the Sounders. If we can beat um, LA Galaxy dominant without Alex Ring. I think we can beat the Sounders, and if we beat the Sounders, I think our season is looking really good. And then again, uh, if we can like somehow figure out a way to lock down Chicharito, maybe like main cover him, double team him, but I, that all starts in the midfield, because if the midfield loses the ball, now we don't have control of the midfield, and they can get the ball into Chicharito, which we don't want. So if we can control the midfield, which will be harder with Alex Rick, but I think it's still doable because we have some good midfielders. We have Pochettino, who is, I think, our second best player because he's a smart player. He knows where to be in the field. He's in the right places a lot, which is why 
We also have Fagundes, our goal scorer. If we can get the ball to Fagundes and Pochettino and let them play our forward, then I think we're set. So, something, we're going to talk about a, because this is like a topic about games, and I haven't made a video about this game at all yet. So, there's a few things that I want to cover. Two of them have nothing to do with this game. First of all, I want to apologize to some people because some people did say, Eric, why did you not talk about the fact that Ben Sweat had a season-ending injury in the last episode? First of all, I hope Ben Sweat, Ben Sweat, with all my heart, I hope you get better. I, I know you're, you've, for the longest time, have played in Florida. You're a Florida player. And I hope you stay in Texas. Man, I love you. My dad was so sad. There's something about him, and he doesn't even like soccer that much. But I hope you get better, man. Uh, you, you played great in your first two games. So... Along with that, yeah, I know. Sad to see, sad to see someone get injured like that because you know we're starting MLS. He's probably so happy that he's on the team, but you know injuries happen, or and then it can really hurt, which is why I feel really bad. It's only the second game, you know. If it were in the season, it would have been not as worse because he got to play. But it's even worse because it's so early. Okay, my next, my next question would be, with Alex Ring, I know right now we're without Alex Ring, but with Alex Ring, do you think we would be the LAFC? Because now we're a little more developed. We, we're not totally lost. It seems like we have better chemistry now than we did week one. Um, well... Not really. It will definitely still be harder, like I said. But I'd like to, you know, honestly, because Alex Ring is gone, I'm kind of happy. Because I'd like to see. I'm obviously not happy, but this is an opportunity to show how we can do without Alex Ring. And if we can do good without Alex Ring, I would be really proud. Even if we lose this game 2-1 to one or whatever. If we lose this game 2-1 to one and we're dominating the game, that is fine with me. I just want to see us give a good fight against LA Galaxy. I'm fine with the loss, but I don't want to have another game like Sporting Kansas City where we get unorganized in the last 20 minutes, we're up one goal, and we get conceded two, and then we lose. I do not want to see that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not much other to say there. All right, well, I, I think that's enough for that topic. Our final thing is... Oh, way, 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 way too early. Way too early. Way too, way too early. Prediction. For the end of year. What are your thoughts? Um, okay. Well, you know, I'm definitely going to make the playoffs. I hope so. Well, that's that's both coming out. Because right now we're actually sitting outside of the playoffs. But... Hopefully yes, we can, but we can get back in there. Four games in. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, top seven, okay? So, if we can't make top seven in our first year, I would be disappointed, actually. Because we have a good team. 
And if we can't make top seven, then we're not putting our team to its highest potential. So I think we're going to be sitting around fifth or sixth, definitely nowhere near top three. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to be sitting here fifth or sixth. I'm not going to give an exact record prediction yet because I don't even know how many games we have in total, to be honest. So, yeah. I think, I would say seventh, seventh or eighth. Very solid, though. I think that it would be, it would be, it would be difficult for us to get higher than seven. I'm going to be 100% honest. But we may turn it around. We may, we may still be adjusting to the MLS as a team. I, ju- I just don't see it happening that that we get above seven. I still think, I, but I don't see it likely that we're going to get under eight. So I think seven or eight would be, would be my guess. Well, okay. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. My last, my last question is from a year ago. Do you think that U.S. soccer, men's soccer, has gotten better or worse? Um. Well, if if we can qual, you're talking about the U.S. national team, right? U.S. national team and just like soccer in general for for us. To stop looking like a joke. Yeah, if we can make the World Cup, I'll be, I'll be hot proud. And if we can get past the group stage, that would be even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the, you know something that you need to notice is that even I'm not even gonna to the slightest compare the U.S. to England, but most of the players that are in the Premier League do not come from England. They come from other places in the world. Not really the U.S. Hopefully, as the years go by, more players from the U.S. can get to the Premier League. Obviously, my real hope is that the great players that are developed in the U.S. actually get to the MLS, but, you know, that's, in my head, way out of We do have Christian Pulisic. We have Christian Pulisic, um, playing in the UCL final, so I'm proud of him, you know. He was actually a pretty big factor in um, the Chelsea game, so yeah, that's nice. I'm excited to see where we go in the next couple of years. The U.S. men's national team has been so solid and friendlies recently that I think they may actually do pretty good. And who knows, maybe in five to ten years we'll be somewhere around Mexico. That's probably a way too hot take, but we'll see. Alright, well, I think we're going to head out of here. Any last words, Armand? Or Armand? Archon? (laughs) Yeah, Um, not really any last words. You know, just hopefully we can do good without Alex Ring against LA, LA LAFC, you know, if we can get a win against LAFC, I'll be so happy, and, and then I'll know that we have a good future ahead of us. So, yes. Alright, well, 
I have no last words. I think we covered a lot in today's podcast. If you enjoyed, as always, hit the like button and subscribe. I hope you guys enjoyed this video, and I'll see you guys next week. Fair day out.